0: Welcome to the first episode of Jewish Trivia for Kids. My name is Aviv.
1: And I'm his dad, Ross Woolman. I'm a cantor. Since it is Passover...
0: We thought it was a good idea to make the theme, what he just said.
1: So, here is how Jewish Trivia for Kids works.
0: There are six rounds, each with a different theme, but still relating to Passover.
1: Each round has six questions. When the rounds have ended... You will take a final exam with the hardest questions.
0: Don't worry. The questions in the exam are going to be covered in the first six rounds.
1: So, Aviv, what do you say? Let's uh, get into the actual trivia part of this podcast.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: (laughs) Okay. Round one. The story. What is the name of the Egyptian king who enslaved the Israelites? true or false. Moses's two siblings are named Miriam and Joshua. When baby Moses went down the Nile River in a basket, he was found by Pharaoh's what? A Pharaoh's wife, B Pharaoh's daughter, or C Pharaoh's BFF. Before the tenth plague, the Israelites did what to ensure the angel of death would pass over their homes. After Pharaoh let the people go, they had to hurry and leave. What food did they bake on their backs in the sun? What was the name of the body of water that split and allowed the Israelites to go free? Okay. okay, so Aviv, should we uh, do the answers now?
0: Definitely.
1: Round one answers. Okay, I'm going to read the questions and Aviv is going to give you the answers.
0: Uh huh.
1: Number one What is the name of the Egyptian king who enslaved the Israelites? Pharaoh. Number two True or false? Moses's two siblings are Miriam and Joshua.
0: False. They're actually named Miriam and Aaron.
1: When baby Moses went down the Nile River in a basket, he was found by Pharaoh's what? A, Pharaoh's wife, B, Pharaoh's daughter, or C, Pharaoh's BFF?
0: The answer is his daughter.
1: Number four. Before the 10th plague, The Israelites did what to ensure that the angel of death would pass over their homes?
0: They painted the doorposts of their houses with lamb's blood, which is also why it's called Passover.
1: Yeah. Kind of gross, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Could you imagine if we had to get blood every year and paint our doorposts?
0: I can, but it would be disgusting.
1: Yeah, seriously. Number five. After Pharaoh let the people go, they had to hurry and leave. What food did they bake on their backs in the sun?
0: Matzah, which is basically just a big cracker.
1: It's a giant cracker of matzah. Yeah. Number six. What was the name of the body of water that split and allowed the Israelites to go free?
0: The Red Sea, also known as the Sea of Reeds.
1: That's right. Okay, that's the end of round one. How do you feel? Great. All right, let's keep going. Round two, the ten plagues. Aviv is going to read the questions, and I'm going to read the answers at the end.
0: Question one. What was the first plague? Question two. What was so bad about the plague of frogs? Question three. What Passover plague sometimes still happens today and can spread among kids at schools. Question four. True or false, the hail plague was not just icy hail. It was also thunder and fire. Question five. Which plague affected barnyard animals? (laughs) Question six. During the plague of darkness, Where were the Israelites able to have light? Okay, I think it's time to go over the answers now.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: Yeah. Question one. What was the first plague?
1: The Nile River turning into blood, and it lasted a whole week.
0: It's also kind of gross.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of blood in this holiday. (laughs) Weird.
0: Question two. What was bad about the plague of frogs?
1: Frogs here, frogs there. Frogs were jumping everywhere.
0: I mean, I actually wouldn't care if there were frogs, like, yeah, all but over there were like
1: <laughs> there were like a lot of frogs.
0: How many frogs do you think there were? Maybe. lots,
1: lots and lots of frogs.
0: I'm betting on a million,
1: okay. maybe there were a million frogs, like in our house.
0: <laughs> I'd actually like that would be. question three what passover plague sometimes happens today and can spread among kids at schools
1: well we don't like to use this word because we really hate it when our kids get lice yeah sometimes kids in preschools and sometimes kids in elementary schools can get lice and it's really awful
0: question four true or false the hail plague was not just Ice, it was also thunder and even fire.
1: That is true.
0: Weird but true. Yeah. Question five. Which plague affected barnyard animals?
1: Cattle disease.
0: Question six. During the plague of darkness, where were the Israelites able to have light?
1: In their homes.
0: I'm also pretty sure there was this beam around Moses
1: oh yeah yeah that's That's pretty awesome he went like super saiyan 4 (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah
1: seriously um all right yeah so remember when dipping your pinky in your cup of wine don't lick your finger at the end I don't know that's what we did in my family growing up number round number three the Seder. I am going to ask the questions true or false at the Seder, we wash our hands twice. Number two. How many questions are there in Tana? Number three. What is the first thing you get to eat at the Seder? Question four. What is a Hillel sandwich. Question five. At the Seder, there are lots of fours. Which of these does not belong? A, the four questions. B, the four pieces of matzah. C, the four children. Or D, the four cups of wine. Number six. For whom do we open the door during the Seder? Hint, it's a prophet. Bonus points if you can name a second prophet we invite as well. Okay, time for the answers. You ready, Aviv? Ready. Okay, true or false. At the Seder, we wash our hands twice. True. That's right. Kadesh or Khatz? At Orchats, we wash, Karpas, Yachats, Magid, Rochtsa, and at Rochtsa. So at Yachats, nope, at at Orchats and Rochtsa. That's hard to do in my head.
0: Sometimes people eat, might even wash their hands at the end.
1: Yeah, I hope so if they're about to eat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number two, how many questions are there in Manishtana?
0: There's actually only one singular question. We call it the four questions, but it's really one question: Why are all? Why is this eight different from all other nights? And the, and then four answers.
1: That's right. That's an ancient uh, rabbinic tradition called kushiot. So they ask um, a question, and there are, there's a Koshi, and that is uh, the, it doesn't translate well into English. Number three: What is the first thing you get to eat at the seder?
0: Parsley. The first time we eat is during Karpos, when we dip parsley in water.
1: That's right. What is a Hillel sandwich?
0: A Hillel sandwich consists of horseradish and charoset.
1: Mmm, mixing the bitter and the sweets. Delicious.
0: (laughs) I don't know how it acts how people actually think it tastes delicious even oh, the bitter and the sweet would probably make it taste even worse
1: well I think it's a lesson of life it's a metaphor we have to uh. take the tough stuff in life with the good stuff in life that's life <laughs> number five at the Seder there are lots of fours which one of these does not belong A. the four questions B. the four pieces of matzah C, the four children, and D, the four cups of wine or juice.
0: The answer is B, the four pieces of matzah. You might think it was the four questions since there's only one question, but it's actually just three pieces of matzah.
1: Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier. (laughs) Three pieces of matzah, four children, and uh, which child do you think you are this year? The wicked child? The wise child. The sometimes doesn't eat his vegetables child.
0: (laughs) That's not even a child.
1: I don't know. I think there should be five of them. Let's move on. Number six. For whom do we open the door during the Seder? Hint, it's a prophet. Bonus points if you can name a second prophet.
0: Elijah and Miriam.
1: That's right. (laughs) And we sing... Eliyahu Hanavi. And also Miriam Hanivia. Number four, holiday customs. Aviv is going to read the questions.
0: Yeah, I am. Question one. In preparing your house for Pesach, what are the two traditional things you use to sweep up breadcrumbs? Question two. How many... E Pesach Starim, for Seder's do families have in Israel each year? Question 3. Name at least 3 things on the Seder plate. Question 4. The word Afikoman comes from what language? Question 5. True or false, we dip foods and recline on Pesach because it was a luxury in Roman culture 2,000 years ago. Question six. Why is it important to be the youngest at the Seder?
1: Some good questions.
0: And, which probably means good answers. (laughs) Here we go. Question one. In preparing your house for Pesach... What are are the two traditional things you use for sweeping up breadcrumbs?
1: A candle and a feather.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny because you use the candle to see the breadcrumbs.
1: Oh, yeah, and you also burn them with the candle. You burn the breadcrumbs with the candle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Question two. How many Pesach sedarim, or seders do families have in Israel each year?
1: One. Outside of Israel, we have two, but if you live in Israel, you just have one Seder.
0: Question three, name at least three things on the Seder plate.
1: All right, so this is a big one. You got the egg, you got the charoset, you got the horseradish, which is the chazeret, because horseradish in Hebrew is chazeret. You have the roasted lamb shank bone or beet if you're a vegetarian. Parsley, the carpus and lettuce for the maror. And, uh, or you could use any bitter vegetable. Some people use a potato. I like potatoes with butter.
0: Bonus points if you could name four or more. Right? Yeah. So good. <laughs> Question four. The word afikomen comes from which language?
1: It comes from Greek and it means dessert. I don't know much Greek, but that's one of the words I know.
0: I barely know any Greek. Okay. Question five, true or false, we dip foods and recline on Pesach because it was a luxury in Roman culture 2,000 years ago.
1: True. On Pesach, like on Shabbat, we indulge in luxury, and these were things that only the wealthy could do in ancient Roman culture. Like dipping twice. I mean, that was fancy to dip foods back in the day.
0: Question six. Why is it important to be the youngest at the Seder?
1: Well, it helps if you're born on leap year like me. Yeah. Soon you're going to outgrow me. (laughs) And uh, you get to say the four
0: questions.
1: (laughs) All right. How about round five? I'm going to read the questions and you get to sing the songs for the Mm -hmm. answers. Okay, Mm -hmm. question one, fill in the blank. One morning Pharaoh woke in his bed. Is it really hard for you not to sing it right now? Kinda. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, what song do we sing that means it would have been enough? Number three, what are the first words of the four questions? Please don't do that. I'm gonna do that one again. No noises. Number three. What are the first words of the four questions? Number four. What is the first song we sing at the Seder? It's like singing a book's table of contents. Number five. What do we sing after we eat the afikomen, when the meal is over? And number six. What two songs are commonly sung at the end of the Seder that both involve the number one? All right. Let's read them. Ready? You're ready to sing?
0: Absolutely.
1: All right. Here we go. Number one, fill in the blank. One morning, Pharaoh woke in his bed.
0: There were frogs on, in his bed and frogs on his head. Hooray! Frogs on his nose and frogs on Everybody. his Everybody.
1: Frogs, frogs here, frogs, here. Frogs, frogs there. Frogs were jumping, jumping everywhere.
0: everywhere. Hooray! Yeah.
1: Number two. What song do we sing that means, It would have been enough?
0: Da, da, I knew.
1: Die, 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 the die, 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 die,
0: die, 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 the four questions?
1: Nice job. Alright, number four. What is the first song we sing at the Seder? It's like singing a book's table of contents. Do you remember this one? hmm Go for it. Magi <laughs> And if you're not familiar with that melody, it's an old Israeli tune, and I'm happy to send you the sheet music. <laughs> the um, and at our at our seder, we as we go through, when we get to the spot, we clap. So, mm-hmm. Kade Shorchat, Karpas. That's right. And then we do Karpas. Yeah, okay. We'll
0: gladly send you sheet music, even though we probably don't know who you are. Yeah,
1: you send me an email. Figure it out. I'm yeah. on the I'm on the internet. Whatever. <laughs> All right. What do we number five? What do we sing after we eat the afikoman when the meal is over?
0: kot hamazon, blessing after the meal.
1: Yep, v'ruachat ha'donai, Eloheinu olaham.
0: Good thing I didn't have to sing that because I don't actually know how.
1: Well, you did sing it at Camp Newman last yeah, summer. Yeah,
0: but I don't remember. That was like um, like. Two months ago. No, four. No, six.
1: Maybe we should sing it after every meal here.
0: No, ten. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should.
1: Yeah, maybe we should. And number six. What two songs are commonly sung at the end of the Seder that both involve the number one?
0: Who knows one? Or Echad mi yo and Echad or One Little Coat.
1: That's right. Um, there are many ways to sing this. You could do Echad miodeya, Echad aniodeya, Echad Eloheinu, 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 Shemah shemaim, Uvaaretz. Or who knows one? I know one. One is, God, one is our God. One is our God. One is our God in the heavens and the earth. Or you could do Echad God ya, God ya. Chad, God, God, yeah. Chad, God, yeah. Yeah. And you could do it in Yiddish, you could do it in Hebrew, you could do it in Aramaic, you could do it in English.
0: <laughs> Basically any language that you that you can sing it in.
1: Yeah, let's try <laughs> doing it in Pig Latin next time.
0: I don't know. Even I don't
1: know. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Round number six, everyone's favorite. Food! food! And of I'm going
0: to say any the questions this time.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Question 1. What is everyone's favorite soup to eat on Pesach? Question 2. What is the most common vegetable used for maror? Question 3. In order to be kosher for Passover, in how many minutes must matzah be made from start to finish? Question 4. In order to be kosher for Passover, what shape should matzah be? Question five. True or false? Gefilte fish are only found in fresh water, not salt water. Question six. Name three ingredients in classic Ashkenazi haroset.
1: Mm. Mmm. (laughs) Haroset.
0: Some, Some great questions, which means great answers. Again. Here, Here we go. Yeah. Question one. What is everyone's favorite soup to eat on Pesach?
1: Matzah ball soup. How do you make your matzo balls? How do you make your matzo balls? How do you make your matzo balls when you make your matzo ball soup? When you make your matzo ball soup. You know who wrote that song?
0: Ellen Allard.
1: Yeah, she's the best.
0: Except I don't really eat eat that much soup, so no soup is really my favorite soup. Okay. Question two. What is the most common vegetable used for maror?
1: Uh, chazeret, a.k.a. Horseradish. Horseradish.
0: Question three. In order to be kosher for Passover, how many minutes must matzah be made from start to finish?
1: You have 18 minutes from the moment the flour touches the water. 18 minutes. No more.
0: But how do you bake it, then? Well...
1: That's a conversation for another time.
0: Huh. In order to be kosher for Passover, what shape should matzah be?
1: It could be any shape. Common shapes are square or circle, especially homemade matzah. Do you think we should make triangle matzah sometime?
0: Why not star matzah?
1: That's a great idea.
0: <laughs> Question five, true or False. Gefilte fish are only found in fresh water, not salt water.
1: That was a trick question. Did you like that one? Yeah. It was false. Gefilte fish is Yiddish for stuffed fish. There is no gefilte fish swimming in the water somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's you make it at like at, as food.
1: It's made of different types of ground-up fish. People usually use carp, whitefish, mullets, or pike, and mix it with eggs, vegetables, and meal. Do but- you like gefilte fish
0: actually i'm vegetarian oh is that true yes
1: i also do not like gefilte fish
0: and and i never liked gefilte fish yeah <laughs>
1: seriously uh number, Question s- number six
0: number six name three ingredients in classic ashkenazi haroset
1: well you got your apples you got your nuts and you got your wine but some people also include honey raisins and cinnamon and dates, but don't tell mom, because she hates dates.
0: And, and raisins. And
1: raisins, seriously. Okay.
0: And now for the final exam.
1: Right, these are questions that we've done before, but uh, there's some of the harder ones.
0: That you might not be able to answer again. But
1: maybe they can, let's give them a chance.
0: They probably can.
1: Okay. Uh, number one, before the 10th plague, the Israelites did what to ensure the angel of death would pass over their homes?
0: They painted the doorposts of their homes with lamb's blood.
1: Yummy. Number two. What? (laughs) Number two. During the plague of darkness, where were the Israelites able to have light?
0: In their homes and also near near Moses.
1: Right, when he was Super Saiyan 4. Uh
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Number three, what is the first thing you eat in the Seder?
0: Parsley. We eat it during Karpos when we dip parsley in salt water.
1: That's right. Number four, the first afikomen comes, the word afikomen comes from what language?
0: In in Greek, the word afikomen means dessert.
1: Well done. Number five, what are two songs that are commonly sung at the end of the Seder that both involve the number one?
0: Who knows one, or Echad Miyodea, and Echad Gadya, or One Little Goat.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Number six, in order to be kosher for Passover, what shape should matzah be?
0: It can be any shape. Common shapes are squares and circles.
1: That's right. Hey, Aviv, this was our first ever podcast. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. This was fun. Yeah. Well, folks, that's our show. Um, Avivi, what's your favorite part of Pesach?
0: Definitely eating matzo brai.
1: Yum. What do you like to put on your matzo brai?
0: Cinnamon and sugar and and syrup.
1: Yeah, you know some people like to make matzo brai with, like, onions and mushrooms.
0: It can be, like, any meal of the day. Uh,
1: Sure. I guess. Yeah. Well, folks, we wish you a wonderful Pesach. Chag Sameach. That means happy holiday. And thank you so much for listening.
0: Sadly, the episode is, is ending right now. But thank you for listening until the end anyway.
1: Our next episode should happen soon. And we'll have a bunch of new questions for you. Let's see if we can stump you on this trivia game.
0: Uh-huh. So... I guess now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.